Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. And here we are once again, Growing in Grace. I'm Joel, along with Cap, and we're getting set to share a little bit from our hearts about the love and the grace of God. How's that for an intro, Cap? It's <laughs> sounding kind these of religious, years, if yeah, you must know. It's kind of like... After all these years, like, how do you start the show? Well, we're professionals, aren't we? And so um, it shouldn't. We shouldn't have any issues with that stuff. But yes, professional podcasters. <laughs> well, you know, some people have told us over the years that we should be on the radio. A lot of people not knowing that we actually both were on the radio. <laughs> yes, the... especially those who look at us. They say you should be yeah, on you the should radio. Be on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you're on a podcast, not a video cast. No uh, but they, uh, you know, people have given us some really nice comments over the years that our podcast uh, is radio worthy, and so we appreciate that uh, that it sounds good enough to be you know, something that could be on the radio. So far, in our few short years here. <clears throat> Uh, over a decade, we haven't uh, made that leap into radio. Maybe someday, you never know. But as for now, growingingrace.org is where you can find everything, all the past episodes. And uh, there's an also a link on there for uh, iTunes. On iTunes, you can only, uh, I don't know why, but you can only download the last 301 episodes. That's true of any iTunes podcast. So if you want to download them all, you're going to have to go to growingingrace.org. And uh, download them like that. But anyway, we're happy to be here and talk. You know, this stuff is really in our hearts. This gospel, the gospel of God's love and grace. You know, it's like Paul said, "How could I not do this thing?" You know, how could I? How could I not share the gospel? And uh, it's kind of where we're at with this. Well, and and so based on what we've been talking about in recent weeks, Joel, and and last week we did talk a little bit about, for lack of a better phrase, Christian behavior. How does one go forward with the topic of behavior? That's kind of what we touched on a little bit last week. When it comes to the grace of the gospel, what, what are you guys saying? Well, some of the critics out there who who, who say they believe in grace, but they'll <laughs> say we've just gone way out there somewhere when it comes to the Ten Commandments. Look, we understand some of the Jewish laws are no longer in place because of what happened with Jesus Christ at the cross. You know, the, some of those dietary laws under the old covenant, we kind of see where those were done away with. We can see where the, you know, certain wardrobe and clothing things, uh, sacrificial animals, those kinds of things were, were put away. But there are the, the moral aspects of the law. And we've been told, Joel, <laughs> we've been told like when it comes to the Ten Commandments, and, and obeying these moral laws, this is where we go way off the reservation, somebody once told us, way <laughs> off the reservation. Look, we don't have to worry about the reservation here. We, we have an invitation. We don't need a reservation. Yeah. Um, and what we've, what we've been invited into is something completely different than that first covenant where the law and the commandments came from. Now, here's the thing about the law and the commandments. Joel, they, they were a package. And this is what a lot of people don't understand. You can find this in, in Deuteronomy chapter 4 uh, and Deuteronomy chapter 9, just as a couple of examples. The, the Ten Commandments written on stone, those tablets of stone, were actually referred to as tablets of the covenant. 
They are not separate from any other part of the law as if the rest of the law could be washed out and we keep the top 10 or whatever. It doesn't work that way. The entire law, all 1,600, all all 613 (laughs) rules, laws, and commands, including the top 10, were in a package, and God said that you shall not take anything away from them, and you shall not add anything to them. It was a package deal that was never meant to be broken up. That's right. It was it was never it was all one big package. I mean, that's probably a good way to say it in our uh, modern uh, vernacular, a, a package deal, something that was not meant to be separated. And so when people say today, well, we're not under this section of the law or this set of laws like you were talking about certain aspects of the law, but we are under the 10 commandments. We've taken that section of scripture when God put commandments on stone, we've taken that set of scripture. We, the church, we've separated those out from the other ones. Man has done that, is what I'm trying to say, Uh, but God never did. Uh, God never separated those things out, except for the fact that he did write those ones on stone. And here's the thing about them being written on stone. People today will say, see, those are the ones that are written and engraved on stones. And so those are the ones that we're supposed to always keep. Since they're on stone, God meant them to last forever. As if the other ones, God spoke the word about those other laws, but he didn't mean those to last forever. And so we'll separate those out, which really is an insult to God. Just because he didn't write it on stone (laughs) means, oh, that wasn't included. But here's the thing. 2 Corinthians 3, 7 talks about the commandments that were written and engraved on stones. 2 Corinthians 3, 7. But if the ministry of death, written and engraved on stones, was glorious, so he says that that ministry, that those commandments, written and engraved on stones, he says that that was the ministry of death. A little bit later he calls it, a few verse, couple of verses down, the ministry of condemnation. And he says that that ministry had glory, but he says that it ended. (laughs) That glory, I know, Cap, you've looked at this in a certain version. I can't remember. I think the English Standard Version, where it says it's, how does it word that? That it ended? I'm going to it as we speak. (laughs) And so, but it had glory while he's looking for that. But what we have now in Christ is a ministry of, of righteousness. You see, the law, written and engraved on stones, had glory. But it wasn't the ministry of righteousness. We think that it's the ministry of righteousness because it tells us the good things that we're supposed to do and the bad things that we're not supposed to do. But Paul calls it the ministry of death and condemnation. In Christ, we have the ministry of righteousness, which has nothing to do with those Ten Commandments. Yeah. I mean, we're we're crossing a bridge here where very few ministers have have dared to cross. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the kind of stuff that gets overlooked when you have the covenants mixed up. So yeah, what we've got here is these commandments written on stone, the the tablets of the covenant, being referred to as the ministry of death and condemnation. I I like how the ESV brings this out. It's really not any different than what the other modern popular translations read. I mean, it's not different other than it it does bring it out in a different way to where I think I was able to, to see it a little bit better. Paul said, indeed, in this case, what once, after referring to the commandments as <clears throat> the, the ministry of death and condemnation, 
He said, indeed, in this case, <clears throat> what once had glory has come to have no glory at all. It had glory, but now it has no glory at all. Why? Because of the glory that surpasses it, the Spirit. For what, if what was being brought to an end came with glory, much more will what is permanent have glory. Did you catch that? If what was being brought to an end came with glory. Well, what came to an end? My friends, it's the Ten Commandments. Uh, it's, it's, it's the entire law, including those commandments written on stone. Right. And so someone will say that, well, uh, you're just not taking that in context and you're making things up. Well, it's right there in the scriptures for one thing. And, and, it's, and that's not the only place that we find something like that. Uh, Paul, in, in, uh, in elsewhere, in Romans 7, he says, and the commandment, and he's talking about specifically in Romans 7, he's talking about, he uses coveting as an example. <laughs> so we know he's talking about, quote, the Ten Commandments. And he says, and the commandment, which was to bring life, I found to bring death. So... It was supposed to, if if you know, if a if a person could keep it fully, supposedly it would bring life. But he found that nobody could keep it, and plus he said elsewhere that if there was a commandment that could bring life, then surely our salvation and justification, everything would be by the law. But the commandment, "Thou shalt not covet, thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not commit adultery," all of those things. What that did, it didn't bring life. It only brought death. And he said that sin taking occasion by the commandment deceived me, and by it killed me. Therefore the law is holy, the commandment holy and just and good. So there's the glory of the law. It's good, it's just, it's holy. However, it could only bring death. It couldn't bring life. And so what we have in Christ and in the Holy Spirit is this new ministry that you're talking about, Cap, this ministry of life. It's something that could not come from the uh, Old Covenant commandments, but it could only come from the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. You see, there's that division line again that we talked about the last couple of weeks, a division between the gospel, the good news, that is, and the Old Covenant commandments. One brought death, and uh, what we're in now brings life. There's, there's your difference. There's the difference. You see, you can't be living under or abiding by something that doesn't bring life. And if there was a law that was given that could bring life, Paul said in Galatians, then righteousness would have been by the law. That's a slam dunk right there in the book of Galatians. If there had been a law that could bring life, then righteousness would have been by the law. It's crazy stuff here. You know, Peter said in Acts chapter 15, he was making a case to the church in Jerusalem, and, and so was Paul and some other apostles. And they were making the case that Gentiles should not be under that old law. They were still trying to come with grips uh, to, to grips with whether uh, Israelites should be under it too. But they said, don't put it upon the Gentiles, because Peter said, why would we want to place upon the neck of these new Gentile believers something that we nor our fathers could bear? It was a yoke of bondage. Yet John, in his epistle, said that uh, when it comes to the, the, the commandments from God, that they are not burdensome. So 
Did they have an honest disagreement? Did John think the commandments were not burdensome when Peter thought they were? No, there was no disagreement here. They're simply talking about commandments from two different covenants. And uh, once we begin to divide those up and begin to see that one has ended and been replaced with something new and better that has been established upon better promises in this new covenant, then we can begin to move forward in the life that God intended for us. That's right. And just uh, as we wrap up here, what John was talking about, he went on to define what commandments he was talking about. Because a lot of believers today will say, will quote from 1 John uh, all day long, because John mentions the word commandment and commandments several times there, that we should keep his commandments. Well, John defines those by saying, here are God's commandments, that we should believe in Jesus and love one another. That's really what it boils down to. And again, they're not commandments that are burdensome, and they're not commandments that we need to keep in order to maintain salvation. They're commandments that we follow as we grow in God's love and grace because we've already been made righteous and holy. Again, it's not to earn anything from God, but it's because we've already become all these things in Christ. Next week on Growing in Grace, we're going to continue this theme. Some will say, well, hey, all the Ten Commandments are in the New Testament. What about that? We'll talk about it next week. Join us right here at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.